Welcome back to another episode of Rap Insights, a series where we look into the journey, success and come up of rappers. I'm your host, Bernard is Iman, and sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Stay lit. Hey, what's good, man? What's going on, family? What's good, what's good, man? How you doing? I'm doing all right. How about you? Yeah, I'm doing good. Just chilling. That's good. Uh, cool. So today we're going to be interviewing uh, Plug, an artist from Atlanta, and yeah, we're just going to get started with. Um, so you grew up in Atlanta. Uh, which yep. part of Atlanta specifically? Um, the west side of Atlanta. I'm from Bankhead, um, Hollywood Road, to be exact. Mm-hmm. Um, that's right there. The split of if you're coming out of the downtown area of Atlanta, going into Bankhead, then you right there. The split of Bankhead where where splits at the fork in the road i'm from the right side instead of the left going all the way down back here i hear that um what are your what are some of your favorite memories in atlanta um man i have so many memories in atlanta it's crazy um i have a lot of memories like i i have a lot of memories like i said i grew i grew up in atlanta so i have experienced a lot from even just me going to the botanical garden, watching the lights as a kid, you know, Christmas time to summertime when they used to have, see a lot of people don't know, they used to have a fair on Bankhead when I was young. Mm-hmm. They used to have a, a real deal fair there to come to the city and be in the giant food parking lot every, what, like, every summer, probably like every other month. I got a lot of members coming out of this city. It, yeah, it, that sounds lit. That life. sounds lit, man. A lot of nostalgia. Yeah. Um. So, are there any artists you look up to in Atlanta? Um. Yes, yeah, a couple artists I I look up to. Well, I'm not gonna say look up to, but mm. I respect, and I've seen them come from the ground, going to places I'm headed to, places I'm focusing. Focusing on going, I didn't see them come from the same place I've been to get to that place. So you got people like the little babies, you got the future, you even uh, even the rich homies. Uh, you know, I watched rich homie come from behind the lines to what he's doing now. Even even though a lot of people say he he's not as effective no more, he was still a major role and a major key in the new music coming out of Atlanta. Um, Lil Baby, I watched Lil Baby build a whole platform for himself, a whole situation for him and his people. Um, for Future, I was following Future before anybody. I was on Future Ways before anybody even knew about Future. Like, all the way back to Mexico lingo. I was, I was listening to Future before anybody in the city. So, it's a lot. I've always been around artists. So, I've, I've always dealt with the music industry even before I was in the music industry somehow. And, you know, I, I've always had an ear for it. So it's a lot of people I just look up to. Yeah, that's great, man. Um, so I listened to your project, Raw, and I pretty liked it. Um, I discovered that in the album or in the project, you, you'd switch up your flows and your sounds throughout some songs. Was this right. an experimental move? Um, yes, it was, it, it was more not just an experiment. It was more the building process of me as an artist. So... Me putting that tape together, I had to go through about almost 400 songs just to just to get that tape together. So that tape is like, it's like my baby 
in a sense. Like that's that's my pride and joy. That's what I've built up with this whole situation that I've created. So that's me picking some of the best of the best out of what I've done so far and what I have. I still have a lot of music to release. I still have a lot of content to release. It's just I felt coming out that was that was one of my strongest ways to come out. Um are there any life experiences you discuss in the project? Oh yeah, I discuss I discuss a lot of life experiences throughout the project. Um I, it's a couple songs that are dedicated to they're pretty much like telling life stories in a sense you just really have to listen to them and break down to get the analytics of it um you have psych psych is that's that's more of my pain song that's that's a song i was i was going through a personal situation at the time i recorded that song and when you when you sit back and listen and you actually analyze what i'm saying everything is truly like an in-life moment i have like in that song, I say, I don't think they're ready for Machiavelli. One of the best at it. I can toss them an alley. You can gun player, go get it. I'm a teacher, you the student. You get no credit, even with no vision. I'm still know how to go get it. Like, it's so much behind those couple bars that it's real life. Like, gun player, that's my dog. That's my that's my brother. And every like everywhere I go, he's right behind me, and he's always had my back, right or wrong. So like I say, if I toss him the alley, you can go get it. If I if I give him the play. And it makes sense. He he gonna make sure he move right. It just it is what it is. Um, and then you got Hollywood Legend. Hollywood Legend is me pretty much what I've been through, where I've come from, what I what I became, what I built. Um, then you have you got Hood on Fire. Hood on Fire is pretty much like a tale of tales for the hood. It's it's a lot. Everything really has. You know, it's it's story inside of everything. Is a story inside of each song. Yeah, I mean, it's really good to add life stories in music because I've noticed one thing in artists that when they add life stories in their music, like the music has more meaning and like emphasis right. towards it as well. Right. Okay. Um. And yeah, so a couple of weeks ago, you released your um song twenty twenty one. Yeah, Why did you call it 2021? Um, because, yeah, we released the visual for 2021, I think three weeks ago at this point. Um, the song is called 2021 because I actually made the song before the pandemic hit. I made that song like two oh. weeks before we put on lockdown. So before they locked everything down, I was I was just in the, I was in one of those modes. I was I was hustling. So it was like I was already focused on 2021 before any any other bad of 2020 really hit. I was I was set. I had a lot of goals set to go through. This was this was the year for me anyway. 2020 was a, a hustling year for me. And then 2021, once it come around, it was time to shine. So I was really shedding light on what was foreseen for my future at the time. And yeah, the pandemic slowed it down, but it didn't stop it. So we still, it, it kind of helped me build another platform for it. And now it's like, everybody's sick of 2020, so 2021 is the theme song going into next year, but we already partying for 2021, so. Yeah, it's good to have an optimistic outlook into your future. I like that. Um, right. So, now, you may know that the voice of rap is not from the USA, we're actually from the UK. So we right. just want to ask you a question, what are your opinions on UK rap? 
Um, I actually like UK drill music, honestly. And I have a producer that I've been working with uh, for about two years now out of the UK. Um, did one of those tracks? No, it's um, with my producer out of the UK. He has a track that I'm setting up for my second project. I felt like it was it was ahead of its time. So that 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 track is gonna be definitely on my next project. But yeah, I I, I like UK drill music. I, I actually listen to it. Yeah, that's nice to hear, man. Um, okay, so talk to us about your creative process in the studio. My creative process in the studio. Um, it depends on how I'm feeling. You know, sometimes I can go in the studio off of just the vibe and my thoughts. I can just get in there and make magic happen. Sometimes I can think and pretty much done put a whole two, three songs together before I get in the studio. And it just depends on how I feel. Like my feeling that day determines how the studio session go. I can never really just, even when I pre-plan songs, I can pre-plan a song that's a song on the up and up. But if I'm not feeling it, then I'm not recording it. It can be it can be one of my best songs, but I'm not gonna record it. So it 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 really all depends on my vibe. My vibe sets all my tone for the studio. Vibe the people, what we doing, what we drinking. Like if we drinking, you know, whatever whatever you want to do, just having fun. Okay, um, so uh, as I believe that you have an optimistic uh outlook into life so what is your number one goal or aim to achieve in your career my number one goal is to continue to always progress and push forward and i'm working on becoming my own ceo of my own label as everybody know i'm signing to break them off that's family but i still want to not branch away i always be with break them off but i i want to help build another stadium like yeah we're balling in on one court but it's nothing better than being able to have two courts to ball on so that in, in, in my in my near future we will be ceo rapper status not just it rapper status i respect i respect that um yeah so in the studio sessions do you prefer to bring in your homies and your friends or do you prefer to record alone um, it depends. I have my days where I I truly want to record alone because I wanna I wanna get it out and certain stuff. You know, I have I have crazy ways of recording sometimes. So some people you're not gonna understand the way I record it or you're not gonna understand the song until it's truly a complete finished product. And certain stuff I don't want you to hear it until it's the finished product because in the process of making it it'll, it'll throw you off. But majority of the time, you know, I keep I keep a couple of my brothers in the studio with me. I don't, I don't like doing studio sessions too big with a lot of people. I don't do studio sessions with people I don't too much know. You know, I, I work with artists, any artists I'm willing to work with. But outside of family, couple friends, nah, well, I, I feel it becomes a safety precaution. So now I can't focus on working because I got to watch everybody in the room, make sure that ain't nobody doing that great so to predict studio sessions really is like for family close friends only 
Um, yeah, so um, if you had the chance to meet any artist or producer, who would it be? Um, that is a good question. Any artist or producer? I mean, I run into a lot of people. I, I've run into a lot of artists and producers that I've wanted to meet. I've I've ran we've crossed paths. But I wanna be able to cross paths on a on a acknowledgement level where the same way I can know and acknowledge them, that's what I'm that's what I'm shooting for. Them to be able to come to me and acknowledge me the same way I can acknowledge them. Not just, oh, this is this another person that's, you know, either trying to work his mood or find his way in the door or they looking at me like a fan. You know, some people even if you tell them you're an artist, they still just look at you like a fan. So I rather you say, "Hey, he a fan of me, and I'm a fan of him too." Then you just looking at me like I'm working on an opportunity. Like I'm trying to find that opportunity. So I rather build by myself and build my own name than pull the coattail of another artist. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it, but you know. Yeah, I respect that as well. I just okay. So now I want to ask you: Do you think that? Recording music and music production should be taught more at schools. Um, yes, it it it, it can help. Um, and you know, over well, I'm not sure about the rest of the U.S., but in Atlanta, um, Atlanta public schools they developed a system um where they broke. Once you get in high school, they break your the high school classes down into um I think like three to four different academies where you, you focus, you start focusing on what you want to do in life. So um, they have mass communications, they have arts and medias, they have business and uh, I think it's like um, like a business and entrepreneurship program. They have a math and science program uh, and they just break it down amongst each school. So you're, you're kind of seeing it more in the U.S., and that's why a lot of people are coming out younger. You're seeing a lot of younger people able to do a lot find your way. Even even me growing up as a kid, you know, I grew up with technology. Watch technology go from dial-up to cell phone. I've, I've watched and know how to work Pro Tools. It's so, it, it is good for for the schools to, you know, push on a career path and not just, oh, you going to school to everyone because everyone becomes a doctor, lawyer, a teacher, and his life is a lot bigger than that. Yeah, because I think that's cool as well because, like, when you compare that to the UK, music is one of those things where it's not really taught in schools. Like, you have to seek out for it yourself. Right. And that's why with the UK scene, they usually like the artists don't start music until later on. Right. And yeah, that's why I wanted to ask that question. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I want. I'm just curious. Are you religious or non-religious? Um. I mean, I don't have a religious preference, but I do do my research, and I kind of have an understanding of every religious background. So. I understand a Muslim's point of view. 
just like I understand a Christian's point of view. So it's not it's not more so what you believe in is are you true to what you believe? Do you stand on what you believe with me? It's not it's not I'm not stuck on a certain belief system. If you believe in what even if you're an atheist, you, you believe in what you believe in. It's just you can't scream, oh, I'm an atheist, and the minute something happens, we catch you on the side praying. It, it doesn't work like that. Okay, let's talk about Breakmore Records. When did you sign to them, and why did you sign to them? You said, let's talk about Breakmore? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When did you sign to them, and why? Um, I signed to Breakmore 2015. Uh, on a five-year run with Breakmore, I signed to Breakmore. Because it's family, it it was a family thing. It was it was comfortable. I wasn't. It wasn't a forced situation. It wasn't nothing. I felt it was my best interest. He just wanted to see me win. He didn't. He felt like I was already doing something, but I was just doing it for the fun. I was, I was just doing music just because I was trying to stay out of the way. Like nobody even knew I was doing music. I was just recording the songs, and it wasn't going no further than. If it got to somebody in my family, but it's like Dan got hope to it, and you know he, he called me one day and he was like, "Man, you know you you got potential to make a million plus dollars out here doing this." And you know, the person with the right mind frame, you yeah, you will cool. sit and think and analyze and put it all together. And since then, it's been history. Yeah, that's great, man. Because I believe that. Like, you know, when you join, like, a label, it should feel like a family because that's how, like, artists grow. Right. Yeah. Um. So, okay, now that I've asked you some questions about you and your music, I'm going to ask you some rapid-fire questions to get a feeling for who you are. Gotcha. Cool. So, loyalty or love? Loyalty. Cool. Uh, football or basketball? Um... I like both, but, you know, I'm a football man. I'm a quarterback. Um, old school or new school hip-hop? Mm, give me a mixture. Um, Young Thug or Future? Future. J. Cole or Kendrick Lamar? Oh, that's a good one, but I got to go with Kendrick. Kendrick is more of a lyricist. Yeah, yeah. Um, your favorite basketball player? My favorite basketball player? Ooh, that's a nice question. Um, I mean, you know, every kid loves Jordan, but I was actually, believe it or not, I was a true Ray Allen fan because he was a small man with a big heart and he was a real deal clip player. And I'm a clip player. I'm going to come through in the clip. There's nothing else. And um, your favorite sports team? Football. I got to go New Orleans Saints. I'm a Saints fan. Um, basketball. I really don't have a favorite basketball team. Nor baseball. Um, yeah, basketball and baseball, I really don't have a favorite team. I just like to watch the game. You know, football, I'm a diehard Saints fan, though. I um. So if you could leave a message to the youth, what would it be? Or to younger viewers? 
focus on what you want, what you truly want to do in life at a young age. Yeah, focus on grabbing tunnel vision at a young age. If I if I were new to focus, well, I was focused, but also have a plan A, B, and C because I was so focused, but I was only focused on my plan A. And once plan A fell in, and that was me playing sports, so once I got injured, it left me at a scramble. I, I, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do because my whole life, that's the only thing I wanted to do. So I never had backup plans. I always keep a backup plan. I always keep two, three backup plans because you never know what's going to happen. That's true. Like, that just proved it with this year as well. 2020 was a lockdown as well. Right. Because you never know. You can have a year like 2020 and your normal will not be the normal no more. Yeah. Um, so, do you have any final words or shouts? Important. Following the movement. You know, shout out to everybody that's on this live now. Shout out to the Voice of Rap. Shout out to everybody in the world that is spending to get to the next level that is and we're not even going to say trying no more every independent artist that's moving to the next level anybody that's moving in life period to get to the next okay um so yeah um once again big shout out to blog for joining us today yeah um stay tuned for more interviews and cop how much linked in description it's been iman from the voice of rap and i'm signing up do you have any words Believe it. I need everybody to go get that real and winning right now on all platforms, on every streaming platform out, real and winning, raw, plug. You can follow me on Instagram at underscore the number one plug with two Gs. That's underscore one P-L-U-G-G. You can follow me on Twitter at one plug. That's the number one plug with two Gs again. You can follow me on YouTube, follow and subscribe. You know, be looking out for all type of content because I'm dropping content at any time. You can find me on YouTube at the name plug. P-L-U-G-G. Anything plug. Work them out. Yeah, man. You heard it. Go stream raw. Go stream 2021. Go stream walked in. Uh, flexing. Yeah. And yeah. All out now on major platforms. And yeah, thank, if, you, thank you for I'm joining at, us. major platforms. No problem. All right. Cool. Appreciate it. Signing out. But my new cool 2021 smoke out the back that 20 blunt for 48 for 21. Ain't it 20 nigga, 20 gun, 2000 rounds, you better run with 2020 vision. Now I'll go, I cannot stop.